We're doing it. It's another week. The gimmick pod. We're fucking back, boys. tuned into the week five preview of the gimmick pod i'm your host chad and uh we got b here and we got a lot for you guys in the store we got inaugural guest of the season we got your favorite segment the commissioner's corner recap previews all that good stuff bryce how we feeling after that pretty crazy week four yeah week four was insane i think you know the podcast got a lot of ton of love so shout out everybody listening and showing love back you know something we enjoy um looking forward to having everybody on especially this week having a special guest i personally took my first l of the year humbling moment but again it was only because i made a crazy trade the crazy trade i think worked in my favor but other than that man I'm I'm excited for the year. I think we got a lot of a lot of action going on. I think that's exactly what we wanted for our fantasy year. I mean, this league is so toxic; it's nuts. Uh, yeah, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to our league members. Showing the pot a lot of love, a lot of good feedback, and uh, hope to get better each episode, each week, just like our fantasy teams. Uh, always striving to do better week in, week out. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I think we can say it now we got Dillwill coming up later in the pod. Gotta start from the bottom, right? Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, B. You know what time it is. It's time for some weekly uh, weekly rankings. Weekly rankings. All right, boys. Uh, Shout out everybody staying involved in the weekly rankings. This is one of our favorite topics we got going on, especially for the next week. I will go through, you know, I'll have my little fun with it. But this week, let's just get right into it. Let's start off number one. Number one, I'm keeping myself there at number one, Riley Reed option. Let me get my thoughts on this. Oh, brother. Starting off six and two, took my L of the week. Let me go into it. I have the highest point scored, and it's not even close. 723 sure? points. Yes. Sorted. Next closest is 690. Yeah, it's not So, close. again, 30 points, and let me also go into it. I made a crazy trade. I didn't have my QB1. I didn't have my an rb1 arguably and i also had three guys who got five six points after just you know guys who would just be there if i didn't make a crazy cooper cup coming back i got myself at number one agree with it or not i don't give a fuck you guys uh, can't see two, my face Chad, but i'm scrunching anyways yeah number two i am keeping your ass there as well How about it i am keeping you there even though you went one and one again i don't know how you would argue me but you don't argue for yourself going one and one again you are the second highest scorer i think that plays into the team aspect you did make a power move trade today second highest points um, against also bryce what are your second points, highest against? points against the lowest for sure but again that has nothing to do with me and my scoring because again i am the highest score that doesn't have anything to do with Touché. it so again chad at two number three i'm keeping travis there as well so we have no change in the top three tyreek and destroy at number three he getting tyreek kill um trading away a couple other pieces uh his team is super deep after the trade today again because kyle's a fucking moron so, so we have tyreek and destroy there at three at number four i am keeping cody Maday there we them boys how about them cowboys <laughs> sitting at 684 points that is the third highest score i don't see how you can argue any differently maybe you can argue a couple of them but 
again, I gave up. I literally gave up this week to Cody to take the win. Um, and he's still, he's still almost 60 points below me on scoring. Travis, same as well. 60 points as well below me and you or 20 below you. But I think those are pretty fair. I think it's still early on. Again, I could jump down to four and Cody can jump up to one. It all depends. That I just don't happen. think... I, Going off my injuries, I had a couple minor injuries. So, again, it's different between Joe losing two guys for the year. So, that's why I'm not knocking myself down too far at all. Um, next, at number five, we're going back down to Young Hoku. I'm bringing Kyle back up after another strong week, after even though he made a shitty trade. Um, I don't – it's it's close between a couple of the middle ground. I don't see how you can go any wrong. I do think Cody's team is far superior than Kyle. Um, so I think that's, again, the three to far four superior. is not. Yes, I do. I do think. I think Kyle's team isn't as great as he tried to do. And again, I think that trade today hurt him. Aaron Jones isn't playing at all, barely. Miles Sanders, barely anything. Um, Puka's going to take a dip this week. And then, again, Tyler Lockett hasn't been playing. He's just like a bunch of guys which is just average guys and then a couple like two or three guys who are playing above average that's why i have him at five at number six i am going with nico i'm gonna sit nico there i still think his team's pretty solid enough to be at that spot he is three and five um he is again it's all kind of going by scoring right now and then at number seven i am going down to julie cousins Actually, I think this is up for debate. I think this is where it goes kind of close. Hmm. I think it's between to infinity and, and Bijan and Julie Cousins, pool boy. Chad, do you want to input anything on this? Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Both teams are just kind of middling right now. You got one trending down. Julie Cousins, pool boy is kind of just trending, trying to stay afloat. They started off great. Losing Chubb obviously hurts. Garrett Wilson with no Aaron Rodgers. He looked better this week. But yeah, the team's kind of just trying to stay afloat. Then you got Jake, who coming off a very big win over arguably the best team in the league. So crazy upset there. He's trending in the right direction, I would say, making some moves and things of that nature. So really, it's a toss-up, I think. You know what? I think I'm going to give the nod to Jake. I think Jake's going to jump up a couple points this week, a um, couple spots. Good guys playing good. That just made a little bit of no sense. Uh, he's got a Chani. Big fly, He's playing well. He traded for Ayuk. He's got uh, Marquise Brown playing well, who he just acquired. And then he also has Jameson Williams coming back. I don't so, give a shit. I mean, I think he's a solid – I think he'll be a solid flex play for that offense over there in Detroit. You know what Jameson Williams going to do when he first gets out onto That's the field? As he's going to bet, bet with the ball boy what color the Gatorade is. That's what he's going to do. Well, it's just smart. I think I think you get think 10 th- points for getting the correct color in this fantasy league. I'm not sure. Anyways. Jake would assume so. He's just ready for that 2036 championship. So I will give Jake the nod there over Job, and then I will go Job at eight. Job for reasons again, we've already discussed, yeah. Yeah, again, making just like, just making some wild trades. No one that stands out anymore. His best guy is Tua. I mean, and J- JT, I guess, but Damian JT Pierce, not bad. might not play. Damian Pierce, not good, though. This is all – I'm not even looking at my phone right now. I'm just rattling off guys on his team. That's because I'm in the trenches working on trades. Don't say that I'm not trying. I'm working. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So yeah, I will give I will move Job down to eight. Number nine, we are gonna go with pretty good. Dylan, 
again made wow. some made some power moves um that we'll talk about later in this episode um but again it's just not there it's just not there at all not even close not even a lick not even a hope in hell um playing me this week you can already guarantee he's going to go down to one and nine barely scoring any points but and then last imagine? but not least can you imagine, can you imagine that upset? Upset? I'd, i would i could i would probably I cry i'm not gonna lie probably cry not gonna lie I um and then we have jason coming in rounding off our 10 spot he is the favorite to wear the dress as of now and i don't see a lot changing again this is always open for debate um you can Embrace cry debate. about it we can talk about it um healthy debate healthy debate always healthy debate um i am actually i will kind of expose myself right now i am acquiring are going to Jason about Joey Burrow. So let's hope that goes through. I'll leave that with a Bryce bomb at the end. So that's my top 10, not much changing. I just don't think there was much this week that surprised other than the trades. I think teams making power moves, it's tough to go about their teams that early and especially going into bye weeks as well. So Chad, what do you think of my power ranking so far? Would you agree, disagree? Uh, to kind of wrap it up pretty quick, I think top bunch up there, that's all six and two is pretty much you can kind of interchange it however you want except for that top three, I think. And you got Cody there and Kyle kind of percolating, uh, making moves and stuff like that. And then the bottom is just a rat race to see who can climb away from Jason, I think, because Jason's team. Like I would want to maybe trade for Olave or Waddle, but then I – Look at my team. I'm like, what the fuck would I need them for? They fucking suck. Yeah. He kept those guys. Those are his keepers. And he took Najee at three overall in the re redraft. I'm like, dude, I hope you like golf. And I hope you like a nice tight dress from TJ Maxx. Cause that's what's about to happen in January. Oh yeah. And there, there's no fucking back out of this. They back out of this. They're backed out of the league. They're fucking gone. Kiss a goodbye. Fucking Antonio Brown CTE out of the league. Bingo. Chandler Jones out of the league set your ex's shit on fire steal it from her backyard <laughs> then set it in a bonfire in your backyard so yeah that's my that's my power rankings going into week five all right we're joined by a very uh, special guest our inaugural our league member first timer the first of the batch mr will and dilliams dylan williams dilbo dilbo what's going on dilbo What's up, fellas? How we doing tonight? I can't complain. It's playoff yeah. baseball, cruising in the air. But we're here to talk about football. Dilwell, speaking of football, how's the team doing? Coming off a big, momentous victory. Oh, I mean, one and one this week. I mean, I didn't beat the spread. My team failed to put up enough points to beat the spread because we got guys like Cody driving it up. We got guys like Travis driving it up. Kyle, I hate to give Kyle credit because me and him have like a, a lot of tension back and forth in the group message, but um, Kyle, your team put up a lot of points this week, so congratulations on that. Yeah, that was bullshit. He led the week, 182. He sure did. Young Hoku. And Speaking of, that guy's going to get cut. What do you mean? They, they were trying out kickers last week. Did he miss a shit ton of points or uh, kicks? Um, I thought that Young Ho was pretty good. He's missed one. Yeah, what are we talking about? Where are they trying out kickers? There's I'm just no, saying they uh, they literally just they just is. tried somebody out. What was the who's the Bucks kicker that got drafted in the third round then or second round then he got cut? Robert Aguayo or something? 
Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, he had the rape. Yeah, he's not no Robert Aguayo. That was he not Robert Aguayo with the rape allegations. Uh, that was a different kicker. No, not rape allegations. <laughs> the guy that missed hella kicks uh, and he was drafted in the second round, they cut him. Oh, the Florida State guy. Sure. Yeah, Florida State. Miss, you don't miss kicks kickers. versus rape allegations? Big difference. <laughs> Big difference. I mean, don't talk about kickers with me as a Bears fan. Stop, Bears. Stop, Bears. That's, yeah. that's one place you don't want to go. You guys got Cody Parkey? Cody Parkey. Chad, do you out. remember that game we were at Travis's house? Shout out. Double doink. Shout out. The fucking, that was the best Bears team that they, we've had in fucking 10 years and just a kicker fucked it up. Well, what was that a three-win team? No, that was when they had Khalil Mack. They were they were fucking stacked. Top two oh, defense. Did they have Roquan Smith too? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, again, the, the franchise is in shambles. But if you don't know, have you seen the draft projections? I have. Yeah. Bears. Bears are sitting at the first and second pick. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't take Bijan and Jameer Gibbs. Hopefully not. You, who the fuck would do that? Yeah, with Naji. the first and second pick, hopefully they don't reach on two rookie running backs. Could you imagine? I don't even think the Bears are that stupid to do that. You have to be a real fucking idiot. Yeah. To trade all your like middle of the round picks, all your middling talent for two picks and then whiff on two running backs like that who have never played a snap in the NFL. Well ballsy. It's tough to it's tough to throw away your season weeks before the season even starts, essentially. That's what I thought was funny. Well, I'm not here to talk about trading picks away in the offseason because Mr. Yeah, well, perfect segue. Trade. So, yeah, you're no stranger to picks uh, and trading them. And you're just a gambler of a GM, I would say. You like acquiring yeah. talent. You like letting talent go. Yeah. You want to kind of get into the, the mind of Dill Will, the GM here, and just kind of explain some of these uh, trades and what kind of thought process you work yourself through? Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. Um, so... Traded a lot of picks to Chad in the offseason. Uh, I was I was feeling desperate, feeling like I needed to acquire some some talent for my team. I thought, you know, I I I, I like Derek Carr. Um, I like Josh Jacobs. I thought Derek Carr was gonna light it up with the uh, Saints offense. Got Chris Olave to throw to. Got Mike Mike Thomas. You know, can't guard Mike. Um, and I thought, you know, new life. The the, the organization is gonna give him new life, and you know, I'll reach on Derek Carr and also get a uh, great you know, league leading rusher in um, Josh Jacobs. Now, little did I know I was dealing with a shark of a negotiator uh, with Chad Treat on the other side of the phone. How you doing? I don't, Dylan, I'm going to say right now, that is the true, truest statement we've ever heard is Chad trying to fucking finagle everybody. And the, the facts came out today. Let me, let me just say one thing before we continue. Let me just say one more thing. Okay? Being tough. Well, it's got to be tough coming from from what's going on in that you know, the Jags off organization, <gasps> getting messages leaked unwillingly. Again, before we move on, let me just say one thing. I owe it to my players and every staff member in that locker room to milk every single ounce of value going in and coming out of that clubhouse, okay? So I just want to make sure I get what's owed, what's due, because rent's due every week, okay? And this team cashes checks. So yeah. I just want to say that before we move on. Anyways. You want to talk about milking? I'm going to need to get milked next time we make a trade like that for sure. Somebody's got to milk me. 
Yeah, so that was probably the worst decision I made in the offseason. Now, albeit this is my first time playing in a league where we roll over and can actually trade picks, so it was kind of a a shot in the dark, and it didn't pay off, unfortunately. Um, And Cody, congratulations to the victor go the spoils. He ended up getting Josh Jacobs out of the whole situation. So, you know, uh, he might turn it around this year. I was very down on him, and uh, after the first three weeks when he did absolutely fucking nothing because the Raiders are dog shit, and um, yeah, no, congratulations, Cody. You might get a, a real baller that that could lead you to a championship. First year in the league. Hats off to that guy. Good for Cody. But, you know, the one thing going around is I pretty much traded Brock Purdy for Cooper Cup. Yeah. So let's go over the trade. So the first one, the first it's the not amount that of trades that we had were crazy. We we need to get into it. Can we start from can we start? You guys are skipping another trade here. I'm not the only one in this on this call that has traded with Dill Will, especially in the offseason. Bryce, you yourself have traded with Dill Will. Dill sends oh, yeah. you Austin Eckler and you get Saquon and two picks. I mean Yeah, but that again that here? that worked both sides. I gave him two picks and he still had a young keeper running back. That trade isn't as crazy as it seems because again he gave up six picks or whatever the hell it was. So he needed some picks back. Essentially gave up three picks and technically two because i gave him a six rounder on exactly so i gave him i gave him rb an rb3 worthy guy and two picks for the rb2 and that's the what how much how much does it cost to move up one running back i mean you fucking look you have saquon now so don't let's talk about his real value shout out yeah well yes let's just say saquon's getting tossed around like the town whore yes won't i don't want you guys talking about my player like that again i owe it to my players He's to protect the, their value, make sure they get every dollar player. they deserve, and make Very sure that their player. name stays clean, and I will not stand for that. My yeah. opinion on Chad's trade is, does it help him out for sure? But from Maybe. what we're seeing from the Giants, Saquon I'm scared. is going to be scary play every week. You're going to play him, but that offensive line is fucking horrible. Daniel Jones sucks cock. Yeah, they're hurt, but again, that's if he's coming back... Dude, he's he's a question mark. He's a question mark, that's for sure. Yeah, but I traded two guys on my bench anyway. Um, for sure. It's just a free roll. Let's kind of. I'm just gonna rattle off these trades. Yeah, Start bring up the transaction. Every single one of Dill Will's trades. Bring up the transaction um, history because I don't know how to bring it up on Sleeper. <laughs> so you you go ahead and lead me. Lead me. What I'm gonna it. do? What I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna read the details of each trade. Dill Will of each trade. Just go one by one, and then we can just kind of work our way back through them. Okay. So on September 25th of this season, you traded away Josh Jacobs for Brock Purdy Great that trade. same day. Later that day, you traded away Saquon Barkley and Brandon Ayuk for Derrick Henry, Jerome Ford, and Brees Hall. So you didn't get too crazy. You just made a couple more trades, two little back-to-backs. What was kind of uh, the thought process there? So the Brock Purdy trade, Bryce is also, nobody said this, but Bryce is also a master negotiator. That's <laughs> his bullshit. I said, <laughs> what do you want for Jacobs? You said Purdy. I said, okay. I was very down on Jacobs, and I needed a, quarter- <laughs> I needed a quarterback that's going to put up points every week on one of the best offenses in football. So that was my rationale behind that trade. Um, not Josh- saying that's not a good reason. He put up 21. Yeah, and I don't view Josh Jacobs as a keeper um anymore (laughs) (laughs) uh but brock purdy is going to be the starting quarterback for the niners for the foreseeable future so 
there's going to be weeks where he puts up three passing touchdowns, hopefully cross my fingers. Cause Chris McCaffrey, that guy was made in the laboratory and he gets all the work there. But um, I think Brock Purdy's going to have weeks where he's going to definitely score three touchdowns and he's a solid 15 to 19 point guy every week anyways. So I do want to walk something back here real quick. Uh, when that trade was made, I did say, I think to you, uh, Dilwell on the side, I was like Brock Purdy. He only put up 20 once last year. He's only put up 20 once more this year since you've gotten him. He's put up back to back 20 point weeks, I believe. So maybe uh, Brock Purdy stock is on the rise, which I would say so. I think yeah. I saw might've been another, uh, sports podcast or sports uh, talk show, but they were saying Brock Purdy might be creeping into top 10 QBs. So uh, I, mean, I think history well. will prove revisionist history well. might uh, prove you right. So it might, it's going to be hard for him not to. I mean, the Niners look damn near unstoppable. I mean, their strength of schedule hasn't been anything, you know, special, but Brock Purdy's a solid quarterback and plays really well in that system. So. And then what about that next trade trading away Saquon and Nayuk? So the only part I regret about that is not keeping Ayuk and I actually was working a trade with riser where he was only going to get um well we were working multiple players into the mix there and so I wasn't going to trade him Saquon and then I was working with Travis on a trade for guess what the same exact trade the same exact trade that Travis made with Jacob for Saquon when Travis had him I don't know how long ago shit days fly in this league so I don't know how long ago Travis had Saquon but I offered Travis Saquon for Marquise Brown and Alvin Kamara. And lo and behold, you know, he's like, oh, fuck it. Well, I'll do that with Jake though, right? So is what it is. I try to get more value out of that. But I did get Derrick Henry, and he just came off of, I think, his best week of the season already. Chad's been in my DMs. Just full disclosure, everybody trying to get Derrick Henry every single week since. Every day. Trust me, Every day since then. Trust me, Dilwell. Hey, Derrick Henry's your QB1 right now. Dude, he's my QB one, my RB one. He's my number one player. I mean, and his yeah. here's the thing. I think Chad knows that his playoff schedule is ridiculously easy. Derrick Henry's playoff schedule is ridiculously easy, so he's gonna have a lot of points towards the end of the season. I can't see, but I'm shaking my head no right now. I'm a very uh, nearsighted fantasy player. I only look. I would at, like to say I about do bye weeks right now, and I don't concern myself with playoffs. I'm not a guarantee. Nobody here is a guarantee in the playoffs. I'm not concerned with any of that. Yeah. I'd like to say I deal, I was on boat saying that's a good trade. From day one, I was saying that's a good trade for you. Sometimes you got to make moves, you know? I mean, my team is... there and not do anything, so... My team is terrible. I, I won't shy away from that. <laughs> but uh, we're playing for 2027, baby. 2027, we're coming for that trophy. Oh. Bryce still doesn't have his trophy, so we're going to have to arrange something to get him his his trophy but yeah that's tough i was also on a win streak of six until this week so i was kind of seeing if i could Shout keep out, a Cody. win streak without it now you need it Shout so out, now i might need it back but i don't know if uh dill have you looked on the matchup for week five i have and it's interesting you say that because you tried to make a trade with me earlier today I, if you want a full disclosure i've sent that same exact trade to three other people and they all got declined but the yeah. thing is again do, it's do tell, all, do it's share. It's all for okay. It's I'm trying to get rid of uh, Mostert and Cooper, so I, I was sending multiple trades out just to talk. You know, I'm not expecting someone to look at it and be like, "Yes, go." Just to Cooper have a conversation. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper and Mostert. That's my pairing right now. I, I will not. I will. I mean, Bryce, hit me off on. We can do a live trade on Pod. That would be ideal. 
I'll tell you what. I know you. Th- I know you want to think about it. My only asking is, I I want three for two. Yeah. Bryce, I need talk to off. We'll talk offline. We have a guest. Okay. Let's not. Okay. Let's not be rude. Yeah. Well, actually, Bryce, I do want to say that your trade does interest me, but um, I'm not giving you Brees Hall because that's going to be my keeper for next season. One of my keepers for next season. All right. Fair point. Well, if and you want to add something else, leaking strategy before week five, dude. I'm a wild card. Long yeah, season ahead, there will a lot of ball left. As somebody who I, I'll say, going... there will play ball. He knows ball to some extent. Travis says I don't, but <laughs> let's leave that. Travis just says what Travis says. Travis's quarterback doesn't complete hardly fifty percent of his passes. So hey, Zach Wilson better or Justin Fields? Are you talking? They, both look, they both look better as far as I'm concerned. I'm now four touchdowns. The next trade. Let's go through the next trade because again, let's all let's go through the recap. Eight trades happened within ten minutes. It was unreal. It was the fucking funniest fantasy memory I've ever had. Just looking at the trades going through because I was driving for work and I'm just looking trade go through, trade go through, trade go through, and I'm getting trade horny at that point. I'm fucking hard as a rock, so I'm trying to get down in on it as well. Hello. So the next trade was. DeAndre Swift and Ramondre Stevenson for was it Jordan Reed, Jaden Reed, Damian Pierce, and Jonathan Taylor. The man, the myth, Jonathan Taylor, the holdout guy, got dealt to Job from Nico. What do you guys think of that one? I don't know. Nothing? That's just a mush of a trade. I really could give less fucks. Yeah, I think it's, I say... DeAndre Swift and Stevenson is good for Nico, helps him win now. Uh, Job takes a roll of the dice. Chuck Simmons sees if uh, Jonathan Taylor can play this week, which he probably won't. I think report just came out that he won't. Still doesn't want to play for the Colts. He'll practice, but won't play. So we're just kind of teasing. A little cock tease for Shane Steichen and the crew, but stuff. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's a ballsy trade, but, I mean, he's going to be a keeper. But, I mean, my thing with, G- with JT was even when he played last year, he wasn't amazing. He was good. He's a keeper, but he wasn't fucking what he was two years ago. He wasn't RB1. Yeah, Frank Reich was his coach last so, year. Look at Frank Reich this year. Thank you. Coaching the Panthers fucking blows dick. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. You get so a then... nice offensive-minded coach in there, Shane Steichen, just wheeling and dealing, <laughs> running and gunning, AR5, healthy O-line, Michael Pittman looking like wide receiver one, Alec Pierce or whatever the fuck his name is. I know Travis loves him. Shout out. Got some dogs. They did and beat I'm... the – they. They beat the Ravens. They did beat the Ravens. That is true. Gardner Minshew, shout out. Gardner Minshew beat the Ravens, actually. Actually, if we're really going to break it down, their kicker beat the Ravens. Their kicker kicked four kicks from 50-plus yards on a wet, rainy day. So shout out to that guy. Well, why aren't we giving props to the fucking center who threw the ball? All right, the holder can get props too. That whole Why doesn't the holder get fucking props as much as the guy holding it and the guy as much kicking it and the guy's blocking, you know? Yeah, whatever his fucking name is, he can have props too. Just saying. Who's their punter? That's a commissioner question. Name me, name me three punters in the NFL. Cam oh, Johnston, Aaron Sipos, he just got cut by the Eagles. Uh, who's the Presley Harvin on the Steelers? Yeah. Oh, the big fat black guy? Uh, yeah. Thomas Morstead, I don't know if he's still playing somewhere. Long-haired guy on the Chiefs. Long-haired the guy, guy on who the rates Giants. People. Tommy Townsend? Yeah. Or is yeah. it Johnny Townsend? Tommy. Yeah, All right. so the next one after the deandre swift one we had travis and jake travis sent saquon barkley um or travis sent alvin kamara and 
Hollywood Brown to Jake for Saquon Barkley. What do we think? I like it because that's the same exact trade that I offered Travis and he didn't take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I mean Kamara is going to be a top 10 guy, I think, when he comes back if he doesn't beat any women. And Hollywood Brown is always solid. I mean, look what, what he's doing with Dobbs at the, at the forefront right now. 17, 17, 16 in a row. Not too bad. And I, honestly, I think, honestly, I think Jake won that trade. I don't think, I think Alvin Kamara is just as good as Barkley. You got to remember, though, he essentially traded Garrett Wilson, Alvin Kamara, Marquise Brown for Tyreek Hill. Essentially. Yep. That was the next trade. Tyreek Hill for, or Saquon Barkley and Garrett Wilson for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I don't know what Job's doing there. I mean, what's up? If Saquon comes, or uh, if A, I guess also, if Saquon comes back, like that's a good trade. And then if Garrett Wilson is putting up even 15 points like he did this past week with Zach Wilson, and then if Rodgers comes back at any point, or if they make a move for another QB, like Garrett Wilson value shoots way back up. Yeah, well, do you hear Aaron Rodgers is trying to play after week seven? Which is nuts. It's fucking insane. It's on this fucking shroom shit he does. Yeah, he'd been taking oh, ayahuasca. ayahuasca. He, oh, God, yeah. the fucking, the green flying man gave him the answers on how to heal his shit up. Yeah, they gave good. him like a goat Achilles or something to put in there. No Bullshit, way. Did really? they... Yeah, no, seriously. They give him a rhinoceros tendon? Yeah, it's fucking crazy shit. So I mean, then the next like a one... Horse, so whatever works. Anyways. He's gonna end up like Alex whatever Smith, dude. Works. No. Yeah. Okay. So then the next trade we got was with me and Cody. I want to hear what you guys have to think. This, this was one. a uh, fucking doozy. Okay. Like seeing this come across, it's like just pish for posh, mish for mash. Like, what yeah. the fuck? I was trade horny. Um, I knew I knew Cup was coming back, so I so I wanted to reach out to Cody. Cody was high on Dak, as we all know. He's a Dick Ryder uh, Cowboys fan. Um, as they all are. Yep. And then. He wanted Jacobs really bad. And I knew Jacobs value the entire time. I knew only time could tell. Like I think at the time I traded him, he still had the, he had the most receptions as running back. So one point PPR that works and look at him now. Josh Jacobs has a big game, the biggest of the year. As I trade him to Cody, as I was playing Cody, same with Godwin. Mike Evans goes down. Chris Godwin puts up a nice 21 point game against me. Hint why I lost, but Looking at it from the long run, so again, the trade was Dak, Chris Godwin, Kareem Hunt, Josh Jacobs, and Jordan Addison for Russell Wilson, Cooper Cup, and uh, James Conner. Jordan Addison didn't even get one catch last week. You you Dak did essentially help like Cody shit. beat you this week. You know that. Yeah, right? and I knew that, and that's fine, and that's totally fine. If I Cooper Cup comes back and he's any sliver of what he once was, I think – it depends on what Chris Godwin and Jordan Addison do, but I honestly think ah, that's close. Pretty it's good trade. close. It could, I think it helps both of us. I knew Cody needed depth. Now he has a full roster. His team looks pretty good. Don't tell him I said that, Cody, if you're listening. I didn't say that. Yeah, but again, thinking, I mean, Jordan Addison is going to be tough. I mean, he got one target last week. Chris Godwin, I mean, everyone knows he's, you know, he can be up to a wide receiver too worthy. He just hasn't shown it been solid had that big game but again he, he's on a bye this week too so did that work out for me who knows josh jacobs again another good game james connor i think is going to be good i think i think russell will well, russell wilson is a top 10 fantasy quarterback right now uh yeah he's actually you know i just saw a comparison today of between him and patrick mahomes and his stats through four games actually look better than patrick mahomes i think he has a higher completion i saw the same thing higher completion yes. percentage um higher touchdown yards. to interception ratio nine to two 
Nine to two. Nine touchdowns already plays, this year. I think he's been playing behind, so that helps your passing stats out. And so you can just think and dunk the defenses are playing back, but still impressive nonetheless. And uh, I think we had a couple more trades that happened today, right? And then we had – did we have one today? Two yeah, we two. had um, – We had a couple. Again, Saquon the whore being passed around. Saquon Barkley for Dallas Goddard and David Montgomery. Chad, what was your initial thought going into this trade? Um, this has been in the works for eight days, ever since Job acquired Saquon. Two bench guys that I was looking to get rid of to get me a starter that I can a mainstay in my lineup that I can keep there for a good chunk of the year. It's definitely a gamble that I'm taking here. It, Dave Montgomery coming off a 36 point week where he was again sitting on my bench and i regret that i'd be sitting in first place if he wasn't and then dallas goddard who hasn't sniffed my lineup and yeah he's having a weird funky year but the targets will come eventually but yeah saquon in my lineup assuming giants uh, o-line gets healthy and denny jones gets his head out of his ass i think it's a move for the better for your boys and it helps yeah, joe about a- too on the flip side hey i'm an equal opportunist uh trade partner helps joe about too gets him some much needed depth you see who his tight ends were? I ass. Didn't. Ass. I don't even remember. They were so ass. And then he gets some more uh, running back depth, so not too bad. Yeah, that, that trade is – I mean, I don't think – I think that trade kind of has part – I'm going to throw Dylan into this. I think that kind of has – this is a Dylan trade because you got all the depth from it. You are able to send out some other pieces in order to get a top guy. So, again, I think that's all props to Dylan. You should suck his cock for that, in my opinion. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, and then we also we also have another one. We also had Calvin Ridley and Rashad White for Kenneth Walker off the jump. I think Kyle got finessed. I think this is a great trade for Travis. Dude, Travis well, wasn't about to take it until I said something. I was like, yeah, Travis, you and- fucking moron. Take that fucking trade. Who's the commissioner in here? Like, how do you even have a head on top of your shoulders, you fucking idiot, stupid bitch? Do you know ball? No, you don't. Let Chad run your team for you. And guess what? He turns around and accepts the trade right away. Yeah, he's a cock muncher. We all know that, but bingo. I mean, the thing is, Travis doesn't need to make that trade. Is what his team's good enough. He has the depth, so he just added even more depth. I mean, that man has to make another trade. Kyle, I don't know what the fuck he's got going on. Kenneth Walker's great. Yes, he's the number five ranked right now, but I mean, he had that one thirty-point game. You're not going to get that every week from the guy. I mean, I think Calvin Ridley alone is worth more than Walker, and then he added an RB2 worthy Rashad White running back one on a good offensive team right now. I think that's tough. I don't like that trade. I think Kyle's a fucking moron. How about that? Dillwell thoughts? Honestly, until you guys convince me otherwise, I thought Kyle got a good piece out of it. I like Kenneth Walker a lot. Um, he's a main he's a main focal point of that offense. Um, Big time. And he, he averages, you know, he's a steady steady average back. And he did have that 30-point week and that, you know, when I see a 30-point week, I think uh, if you could do it once, you could do it again. I don't. What about that. a 50-point week? Because you declined a trade for Mostert today and he put up fucking 60. Yeah, well, what did he put up last week? That was a tough game. Yeah. Quite the swing. If well, you I, just oh, said it yourself. If you can do it once, you could do it again. They got to play Buffalo again. I said 30. I didn't say 50. 50s and anomaly that's like you get a 50 point game i mean christian mccaffrey might be the only player that could do 50 twice no debating that i'm glad i have him on my team bryce you want to go ahead and but, uh, get into this week's matchups all we got dill here yeah matchups let's run into it first one quick little run through let's go real quick we got 
Riley Reed option versus Pretty Good. It's going to be oh, again, you know? all these matchups. Yeah, what do you know? We got him on the pod. Um, so we got six and two, the number one place team going against the ranked number nine team. He was one and seven. Um, again, bye week start this week. I got rid of some players who are on bye. I have a couple who are on bye, so but which is good for me. Eckler and Watson who are on bye, they are coming back the following week, so they should be healthy, good to go. Bryce, um, you need a quarterback then, right? Um, I could, but waiver wire at least for one week, waiver wire might not be a bad option this week. So it's kind of. So who do you guys have on buys each, and then what are your what's the projected score? So my buy right now, I have Deshaun Watson, QB one, Austin Eckler, who's on buy, but again he's been hurt all week, um, and then I have Amari Cooper as well on buy. So totaling out three buy players. Dylan, how about you? Uh, yeah. So I got Geno Smith on a buy. I have Baker Mayfield also on a buy. So two my quarterbacks on a bye uh it's an interesting situation stay stay tuned for what happens there um josh kelly is on a bye he's you know i mean he's he's ass anyways it doesn't really matter if he plays or not jerome ford is on a bye and donald parham who is also injured so now he's on my injured reserve is on a bye so we got five bye players on my team and um two empty bench spots are you confident going into this week with that lineup? Um, if I could get the right quarterback that I'm looking for into this lineup, I, I think I got uh, I think I got a chance to get only blown out by 30. Not bad. <laughs> Keeping it close. Yeah, we'll keep it competitive. Like I Let's said, just I'm- hope we both hit the median. I'll be happy we both hit the median. By week with your QB1 out, it's tough. It's going to be a tough week. I'm glad we get him out of the way early, though, Dell. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I haven't hit the median once, just for reference. And the league median this week is 40 points above where I'm projected. So it's not looking good. What are the matchup projections for you guys? guys um, I, don't, I don't think our lineups are set right now. So As it currently stands, what uh, is the without? Projection? So I'm sitting at 120. Dylan is sitting at 94. But again, I don't have a quarterback. I don't have a wide receiver. And then I also have a bench spot that no one adds so i should be sitting hopefully Let's when call Cooper, that another 20 plays, points another 20, 20 points. that's that's more like 40 that's three four four players you said you only got two spots missing in your lineup three all right let's call and it one three. of them if one of them takes over that's cooper cup add 17 i'm at 137 oh, adding oh, a quarterback that's another 13 so that's almost one i'm going to be sitting around probably 150 160 so yeah Dylan is at 94 right now, but again, he has the same situation, doesn't have a quarterback, doesn't have a few players in his lineup. Some moves to be the made. Next match, yeah, there's moves to be made. This wa- waiver wire will be exciting. Um, next matchup we have, we have Tyreek and Destroy versus Julie Cousins' pool boy. Travis is a nice projected 158 to um, Job's 128. Early thoughts on this. Job gets whatever he has coming to him this week by trading that fucking monstrosity of a commissioner and an owner to rekill. Love you, Travis. Why are you helping that guy out? You're stopping his farm system. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I know. Travis is making moves. He's making moves. Can't be mad at it. You know, can't force other people's hands. Um, Next, we have Young Hoku versus Jagoffs. Kyle right now is sitting 155 projected. Chad, 149. Chad, how are you feeling going into this week? It's going to be a tough week. The boys are recovering from last week. They they got their teeth kicked in. It's a early season wake-up call, if you will. So this week, we're not taking Kyle lightly at all. 
got do have some people on by. I got Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen on the buy, so that's some points off the board. But perfect time to slot my boy CJ Stroud in, and uh, hopefully Saquon plays. We'll see, and hopefully T Higgins plays. I don't think he will. Cool. I hope but. he doesn't. I have Boyd on my bench. Um, yeah, again, Chad, do you have any buys for this week? Or are you sitting full uh, heavy set going in? No, this is Patrick. As I just said, Justin Herbert I and Keenan Allen are on buys. Got you. My my fault. I'm keeping distracted. that in. Chad, what's your plan? If, if Saquon and Higgins don't go, you're going to slide Rasheed Rice and Michael Thomas? Or are you putting Drake London in there over Rasheed Rice? Rice is not seeing the field this week or next week or the week after that, I promise you. He's just there to look pretty on my team, and hopefully I can get a ring for him. He's a good locker room guy. Next, we have We Them Boys sitting at 127. And believe it or not, guys, Cody playing Jason, Isaiah Rogers' bookie. Jason right now is projected to win. Sitting at 131. One quick clarifying question. One quick question. Is half of Cody's team on a bye, and he doesn't replace them in the starting lineup yet? I know for zeros. a fact. I know for a fact he has his. So the who's on the buy? So the Bucks and um, Chargers are and the Browns. So he won't have Evans. Kick. He won't have Godwin. He won't have a kicker. Okay, that's tough. And I, I think that's really good. This team, yeah, Cody's built a nice little squad. He's built it back up from what it once was from taking over a guy who shouldn't be named. Baltimore? No, the Thou shalt not be named. A famous rapper. Jalen. No. Cody took over oh, the famous rapper. Right. And then right. Job took over the famous rapper's manager or whatever his team. You're right, you're right. It's all I di- yeah, but so- I digress. So uh anyways, those are some interesting matchups this week. It's gonna be a pivotal swing week where we can really start to see some separation, you know? But Yeah. I mean Cody going in uh six and two against an 0 and eight team as Jason. Cody doesn't want this one to go away. That's for sure. I think the boys are sitting up at six and two. There is what four or five of us. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to lose both. You know, you don't want to lose both, especially during these bye week or uh, easy week teams like me and Cody have this week. Um, our last matchup is probably the closest one. I'm more intrigued by is um, Nico return of the J Jetty. Who J Jedi and. Um, the shitty Jake team to infinity and beyond beyond Jake coming off a win Jake coming off a win. I will say I will give his will give the crackhead some props. His team is looking good. It, it looked good after last week. He made I some moves that give him props. If I put Mon- 30 if I put Montgomery in, but it is what yeah. it is. Well, Source up to you live and learn. Yeah. I mean, Jake's team is, um, you know, he's got a couple waiver wire ads that were planned out for him. Um, makes a couple trades. I think his team can hang around. I don't think it's going to hang with the top, but I think he could uh, definitely hang around the mid part. So um, I'm excited to see that matchup because knowing those two crybaby bitches, we might get a little bit. I think if one loses, um, tough week for one of them. I think they blow it up. I think they. I think. I think Nico starts making moves if Nico takes an L. And if Nico's listening, I want to be first in line on Jay Jettas. As I have been since you drafted him. But uh Dilwell, as we kinda get some closing remarks from you, what are your thoughts? You know, how are you what's your frame of mind for the rest of the season? How are you anticipating it going? How do you plan to play it? I think it's a it's a week to week league. I mean, last week I won to Jay I, I beat Jason. He only put up ninety something points. Um I didn't beat the median. 
So I got two opponents <laughs> to play every week. One kicked my ass and one I, I kind of kicked their ass. But um, I think I've solidified myself as the second worst team in the league, and I'm proud of that. And, um, you know, if Jason does pull off that upset against We Them Boys, I might be dress shopping. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That's what I was saying earlier. I think the, the fight at the bottom is a little bit more exciting than the fight at the top right now. I just wish Jason was a little bit more active. I actually am. Just did just got a response from him on a trade, so we'll see how that works out. Maybe he makes some moves. But yeah, I know one of the one I know whoever's wearing the dress is gonna have a nice tight ass ready on that golf course. How about you, Chad? I hope the boys find something nice at Coles. Should look good. Get that Coles cash ready. Sheesh. I have been hitting leg press just so everybody knows. So. <laughs> That's worth the price of admission it. alone. Also, I'd like to make a prediction before before you know we cut out of this. I think a scary team to watch for the championship is Weedham Boys. Um, I think that's my favorite team in our league at this moment. I'm just going to call that dick writing. That has nothing to do with who the owner of that team is or what have you, but <laughs> quite a prediction from Dillwill. Um, Dillwill, thank you for the time as always. Appreciate you being our inaugural guest here on the Gimmick Pod, and uh, we'll see you in the group chat. We look Thank forward you. to having you again, Dill. It was an honor. Thank you, guys. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, we just had a great little chat with our buddy Dill Will. And coming up next, we have your favorite commissioner's corner, our commissioner, Travis August. You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Hey boys, thanks for having me on. Uh, as usual, you guys are doing great work with the pod. Um, here for the weekly commissioner's minute, and I will start now. I just want to talk about the day that the earth stood still last week with all the trades that went down. I think all those trades happening in the span of like an hour, that's like great. Um, it makes what it honestly is, is what makes fantasy football fun, and I wish we had more of that. Uh, my message this week is to the bottom two teams in the league. The season is still very young, and it's far from over. There's two games every week, so if you start putting some wins together, you can still compete for the last two spots for playoffs. I know Dill is making moves. But Jason, you have not made a single move this whole season. You arguably have the worst team on paper. You need to start making some shit shake. You can still be competitive and you can still turn it around. There's still plenty of time, but you need to start making some trades. I would honestly give you the advice of trading one of your star quarterbacks. You don't need two. You need more help at other positions. That's all I got for this week. Until next week, boys, appreciate you guys keeping up with the pod. What a doozy from our commissioner. Always talking that talk. What a very nice, healthy, fiery first minute. He comes in with fire, and I think that's what we love him most. I think I think we all can agree we wouldn't want any different commissioner in this league. I think it would be a little bit odd. I think having a commissioner who talks as much shit and also sucks at his fucking job, I think goes hand in hand. That might stir him over well. Um, Kim Jong-un might try to hang one of us, but... I think we'll be okay, but no, we gotta love we gotta love Travis coming in hot with the hot takes. What's what's a fantasy football commissioner without any controversy? You know, it ain't fun. I'll tell you that. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week. 
Bryce, any uh, closing remarks as we sign off here? No, again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Stay tuned for episode three going following next week. Send this out to your friends, family. Let's get this shit bumping. We enjoy it. I hope you do too. That part. You know what time it is. Give me my theme music.